welcome to Married and Having Fun. We're your hosts, Kathy and JC. Kathy here. I'm 46. I've been married for 25 years to my main squeeze. I'm JC. I'm 33, married to an awesome pastor of six years. It's my second marriage. We have seven kids between our awesome families. On this podcast, we will share all of the ups, downs, and emotions around marriage and all the things in between. If you know what I mean. Sit back, laugh, cry, and enjoy. This is Mary and having fun. Hello, ladies. Hello. We have a special episode and a very special guest today. Yes, we do. We have my firstborn child. This is me, Kathy, speaking, just in case. I always feel like I need to say that. I don't know why. I really want people to know this is my daughter. (laughs) This is my daughter, Rain. Hi. She's definitely someone you should claim. Yes. Oh, I definitely claim her. (laughs) I'm a very blessed woman. Um, yeah, I'm excited to have her because Rain is getting married in September. Right around the corner. I know. Today's episode is things to know before you get married, woman to woman. But I will say... little caveat? If, yeah, a little caveat. If you're already married, you can maybe take some notes and talk about this stuff at the dinner table. <laughs> Not in front of your children. <laughs> So we're going to, Rain, tell us some things about yourself. All right. Well, as you said, my name is Rain. Kathy's my amazing mom. And I am 23. I'm getting married in September to my wonderful fiance, Trent Spencer. (laughs) Trent Spencer. Um, Trent Spencer. Trentster. He's so much fun. We've been together for over three years. And yeah, I'm just really looking forward to it. That's great. How did he propose? That ring is just amazing on your face. Thank you. She's shining a giant ring at us. (laughs) He did great. Um, My proposal was actually a complete surprise. Mm -hmm. My friends had me thinking that we were taking senior pictures. One of my friends, Natalie, said that um, a photographer offered to take our pictures for free. So we had had this on the calendar. We'd been planning to take senior pictures for weeks. And we were going to take them down at the beach because we love the beach. So um, we got all ready for senior pictures. We got there. It was actually at the Ringling Museum in Sarasota. Oh, wow. Which Trent and I had been to the Ringling before we were dating. And um, it was kind of like, a, is this a date? We're both here together. And he paid. And we, we had this whole fun day together. But it was... we. I still wasn't sure how he felt about me. Yeah. And I remember we even carved our names in this tree, but we weren't together. So he put his name at the top and I put my <laughs> name at the bottom. <laughs> and so we get to this museum and I'm with my friends, have no clue what's going on. I'm kind of telling them that, oh, I've been here before. Isn't it pretty? Me and Trent went here. We carved our names <laughs> over there. It's completely oblivious. And so we get to this big house kind of at the end um, of the property. And I see Trent standing there. And my first thought was, Oh my gosh, how fun. Trent is here to take senior pictures with us. We're all going to take them together. This is great because he loves to surprise me. So I just thought this was another one of his big surprises. And then I remember turning back to my friends 
and they were clearly far behind me, like shooing me forward. And I was like, oh my gosh, I know what's happening. <laughs> and so then I get over there and I was like, hi. And the first thing I said was, I was just talking about you. <laughs> he was like, hey. And he proposed and I was so excited. And then all of a sudden I hear all these screams and I turn and my whole family was there Aww. and his family and more of our friends that were there. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was really special. So it was a big surprise and That's awesome. so much fun so to celebrate special. with everybody. Yeah. Aww. It was so, he did such a good job in including like us and people in there. So it just, it was so neat. I saw the pictures and I felt like I was there. (laughs) So, um, we are going to start with some questions that Rain had, um, shoot them up. Let us try our best to answer (laughs) these questions. All right. The first question I had was, how did your life change when you got married? So that could be like your physical life or even your mindset about life, like going from independence to having, you know, you're not independent anymore. So mm-hmm. if you guys could talk mm. about that. Yeah. Kathy. Wow. Life changed. Um, well, when we got married, we packed up everything and moved across the country to Portland, Oregon, which is where you were born. Um, oh, wow. How did it change? I'm trying to think of like a significant change. Well, my hesitation was that I finally could have sex. <laughs> For the first time. For the first time. That's a major change, Kathy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Not many people wait, and I did. This is awesome. That's really awesome. Close your ears. I mean, we did mess around. No. <laughs> we did not. We did wait. For me, I think the biggest change was um, just like not worrying about myself so much, but like I had this innate sense of wanting to take care of somebody else, like making sure that they had what they needed. And it was like that change just like happened overnight, which is kind of crazy to think about. Next question. Okay, my next one is, everyone says the first year of marriage is the hardest. Was that your experience? <laughs> Which marriage are you going to pull from, JC? <laughs> I'll, I'll pull from the second one. Um, the second one. Yes. It, for, for me, it was the hardest. Um, there were a few times I definitely wanted to give up. Um, we just had a lot of life changes that we had to deal with right away. Um, just like we decided to buy a house right away. And of course it wasn't like what I wanted and mm-hmm. I settled and ended up loving the house. Um, but he was like more of like the realistic one. He was like, I want to be able to afford this house if I have to work at McDonald's. And I was like, okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, so that and then like I ended up having to leave my denomination um which was very hard for me um and I converted to Methodism um because that's what your husband is that is what he is um yeah so it's been great and but then it wasn't so great just having to deal with so many changes back to back to back Mm -hmm. was very was a strain on the marriage Um, but we made it through. I think it made us stronger, if that makes sense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I know for me, like we were across the country, so it was, it was actually kind of 
I'm I'm glad we did that too because it it kind of um, let us kind of evolve on our own mm-hmm. too. Like we you know we found a church there and made new friends and and as a couple as opposed to Having I don't, everybody else's yeah, and, yeah 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 um, which was kind of neat. Um, it definitely had its challenges. Like I think. Um, thankfully for us, a lot of things we did kind of similar growing up, like how we celebrated holidays and different Mm -hmm. things like that. Um, I think definitely in laws and learning to deal with that was, came up pretty quickly in Mm -hmm. our marriage. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so, but I, I do remember thinking, I do remember, um, well, of course I got pregnant four months after we were married. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah, there was there was a lot, but um, I also it was fun because we were together. Mm-hmm. Like there was an excitement of it being like, hey, it's us. At least I'm with the person I want to be with. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Cool. That mindset made it fun. Yeah. Next question. That's good. Um, my next question is, how did your or does your marriage change after you have kids? <laughs> <laughs> For me, it was. I think I became like so responsible Hmm. um that I forgot about having fun um is I mean it's a lot of strain because it's a lot of like you're up at night and you gotta you're taking care of this new life especially when it's your first one it's like it's just a lot (laughs) and I'm talking about my second marriage here (laughs) When we had our first child together, it wasn't like my first rodeo. So I wasn't comfortable letting him do anything. Oh, wow. So that was like, I was taking on all the strain on myself. Instead of us like yeah. learning together, yeah. I was just kind of like, I got it. I got it. I'm going to make sure she stays alive. Like, leave us alone. Yeah. So um, it was just, yeah. But we are now back to that place where we're like let's have fun we invest in ourselves we pay attention to each other yeah and we're back on the track so for me i'm not super conventional person i don't think so for us when we when i got pregnant with rain i mean i was we were literally married for four months got pregnant um so she's kind of been a part of our journey together Mm -hmm. too so it wasn't like it was just kind of part of the whole process for us. And she was such a good baby. I mean, we lived in Portland and we lived in the city. We had so much fun. We would just like put her in the stroller and go places. Yeah. And she just kind of, we still tended to do that. We didn't shift. I mean, we shifted things, but I don't know. We were still just kind of young and yeah. having fun. And she just, she was so good. She came along. Yeah. Actually, that continued with even with Avi. I feel like when we had him. It's like we just... I don't know. We thought they were going to have a lot of memories of being in the car because <laughs> we would just stay on the go, I guess. But um, yeah, so That's it wasn't awesome. too hard for me. That's great. That shift. Yeah. Any other questions? My last question is, as I'm planning my wedding, what is your favorite part about your wedding? Most memorable part? Mm-hmm. My most memorable part was, um, so we actually did a vacation wedding because we wanted um okay so we got married actually at the courthouse in march and then we had a wedding in september so um, we wanted to do our families were like totally different 
and we wanted them to spend some time together and we wanted to have like a little vacation. So um, we went down to the beach. Um, I don't know why the beach name is escaping me right now. <gasps> don't tell my husband. Um, it'll come to you. It'll come to me. We've been doing a lot of thinking today. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but we had so much fun. We planned all these activities. Um, we went on a dolphin tour with our family and like just all these fun things. We ended up forgetting to order a wedding cake. And um, <laughs> I don't know how that happened. Um, but we didn't have one. And so we ended up doing cheesecake. Both of us love cheesecake, so it worked out perfect. But I, Ian was up for learning a dance with me. And so we choreographed a dance and we used um, John Legend's All of Me. And then we used um, Kesha and... Pitbull's song is going down. So like the song like interrupted and everybody was just laughing so hard and like it was the best. That was just, like so my fun. favorite part. And I watched the I still watch the videos. It's like so awesome. Yeah. I wanna see That's that. Awesome. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Um was for me. Oh I had I liked my dress a lot. Ooh, yeah really pretty dress um and for me it was that uh the limo ride <laughs> we had a good time we had a cut we, our reception was uh, in southport mm -hmm. and we were in wilmington when we got married so we had oh, a little nice. bit of a drive so we had a really fun time in the limousine that's that's actually my most memorable part that's awesome yeah it was fun okay yeah well let's get let's jump into these things all right, Rain, your face may turn a little red. You're very tan, so <laughs> we might not see it. Um, I want to say this. I wholeheartedly believe that um, you can't have a successful marriage without, um, you know, God is the center. Um, he created marriage. He created love and all those things that go with it. I, you know... People might want to combat me on that, mm -hmm. but um, I don't truly know of anyone who has had success in their marriage without God, unless you just have a really subdued personality. <laughs> like, I mean, there are some people that are just like, always go with the flow, nothing yeah. bothers them, but they're very rare. Yeah. Would you say? Mm, I don't know. I don't know. You got me thinking that. I don't think about it real hard. Like if, 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 if they don't have it, I, I know that that's what's helped us through our marriages. It, it has, I mean, because oof. we, you, you can't change anybody. You can't. And, and we can work on changing ourselves and taking responsibilities for our behaviors and that stuff. But you know, God has been the thing that's held us because God holds us. Mm -hmm. If I didn't have his love and his forgiveness in my life yeah. to give, yes. love and forgiveness. Oh. And if I didn't have his way of that and knowing, you know, it's, it's hard. Sometimes, you know, you talk about God and so many people have so many different images of, of what God is. But mm -hmm. when you really know God and I mean, he, he, that is the, the source that has made everything hold together. Yeah. I mean, I'm, you know, with my husband, everything, like if, 
if that wasn't there, we would prob- we would not be together. Yeah. For, hands down. Hands down for me There's too. No way. My yeah. favorite thing about my husband um, is that he is always willing to apologize. He's always willing to make things right. And I know that that's God that's in him. That he just yeah. wants to make things right. He doesn't want to have things linger. And that is that is why we have been married for six years. Yeah. I feel like compared to your 25 is not a whole lot, but for me, it's a pretty darn big deal. Yeah, no, those first, getting through those first years can be, those years can feel long. They're just, you gotta learn each other. Yeah. Okay, let's get into this. All right, the number one thing was you should have a solid foundation in Christ. And so, um, if you are not sure about that, like... It's more than just believing that, like, Jesus died for your sins. <laughs> and I think it's just something that you should talk about with your partner before you get married because, I mean, it's just like faith level. And sometimes you don't even know until you get into certain situations mm-hmm. where your faith level is or what you believe. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it yeah. And it all changes and grows as you it does. journey yeah. through life. My next thing, you might turn a little red on this, but I think this is absolutely important. Okay, Rain? Talk about expectations. And that's, um, you know, things that you might have to give up. You're talking about sexual expectations. Okay, that too, but let's start off a little light. All right? Let's say, for instance, video games. (laughs) Something small. You know, of course, like men like their video games or whatever, but like when you get married, play them all the time (laughs) unless it's quarantine (laughs) (laughs) i didn't have a gamer um you that's great good for you trust me he can get his head wrapped around a lot of other different things yeah yeah i didn't have thankfully yeah i am thankful actually he's not super into that and there might be things as a woman that you have to give up to i mean i can't nothing comes to the top of my head because i'm not like an indulger in anything yeah. But um, there are, you know, you it kind of shifts when you get married. You're like your perspectives. Yeah. So you should just talk about those things. Um, the number one thing that I think that all couples should talk about is their expectations in the bedroom. In the bedroom. In the bedroom. And what do you mean by that? Okay, what I mean by that. You can touch a on lot that of, quickly. Yes, a lot of single guys watch pornography. And I think that that's something that you should decide as a wife, your stance on that. Mm-hmm. And people, well, I had a friend one time laugh at me because I was like, I don't allow my husband to watch pornography. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they, in their reference, they feel like it's okay because it gives them a break. Like, they're like, Lizzie's not with me. But, um, yeah. For me, like pornography just opens the door and the window to so many things. Yeah. That and it grows I've seen and it, it festers and it, it destroys marriages. Oh my yeah. gosh, so bad. Um and for me, I'm like, you know, my husband's a man of God. You know, he has to stand before the people and he has to be a representation to the people of what Christ is and mm-hmm. you know lead people toward Christ. How can you do that if you allow a window of something like pornography to enter into your mind? Yeah. So I don't allow that in my relationship. Any questions on that? 
<laughs> nope, she's moving really, on. She's really quiet about that. Nope, moving on. All right. No, I was kidding. Pee before and after sex. Yeah, that is good advice. Mm-hmm. That was not told to me. And why do we do that, Kathy? So we don't get urinary tract infections. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here's the next one. Talk about money, mm-hmm. debt, credit card, credit scores. Ooh. Yeah. Who should do the budget? Who's going to do the money? Yeah. Are I mean, you doing separate checkings? Is it together? I think it's good to have togetherness with your money. But I also think it's good that you need to know exactly how much debt you have, how much debt he has, and then you guys need to create a plan, plan. to pay it off. Mm-hmm. To say, together. okay, yep, pay it off together because you're together. So just yeah. get it done. I think it's great if you could have no debt yeah. going in. Because it just minimizes the stress, but I know that's not the case for everyone. Mm-mm. It wasn't the case for me, but... And honestly, I think, too, looking back, if there was times with with those kinds of things or whatever, um, or any time, it's always okay to get a mediator, too. Mm-hmm. If you end up needing a mediator, like, you cannot come to, an like, an agreement yeah. for whatever reason. Just maybe have pull somebody in and say, okay, this is the facts. Mm-hmm. This is what it is. That, that can sometimes help. Yeah. Brain, so have you guys nice. figured out like money stuff for, for y'all? Have y'all talked about that? Um, we've talked about it briefly. I know he, he will, we both have student student loans that we're going to have to pay off together, but yeah. we've already kind of talked about the mindset of the togetherness. You know, this is not, it's not just his student loans, our student loans, yeah. you know, when yeah. we get married and stuff like that. As far as checking accounts, we haven't talked about that, but I would assume maybe we have a together one and separate ones, but. Yeah, so whatever you guys decide. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Next thing would be decide now um, what you don't want to do. And so for me, I think of things like saying, okay, we will not raise our voices at each other or we're not going to call each other names. Mm -hmm. Like deciding that now and like setting that as a rule and a foundation could tremendously help you. And even if you... Even if that has happened before where you've had a fight and you've had your voices raised a little bit, um, maybe putting a rule in place. Like mm. sometimes we have a thing that we say, yellow fruit loops. <laughs> and <laughs> it makes so you funny. laugh and it like de-arms you, calms you down a little bit so you can take a minute. Um, I think, I think I, I'm going to start yelling out chubby chipmunk is going to be our safe, <laughs> our safe word safe or something. Word. Something like that because that's a good idea. That makes me smile. Oh, yeah, I like that. Yellow Fruit Loop. Uh, Yellow Fruit Loop. I could just see it in the time of like... Yellow Fruit Loop. Yellow Fruit Loop. (laughs) Um, The other thing that I think is so important, and every a lot of people deal with this, I don't think you might... You probably won't have this problem, Rain, but it did come up in my marriage. Um, How much you're willing to share with your parents. So for me, going into my second marriage, like my parents were definitely like a safe place. They weren't judgmental. Um, they talked to us a lot. My, my dad's a pastor. So they talked to us a lot out of biblical principles, not like this is what you should be doing. And, you know, my dad never came to it at the approach of you're treating my daughter wrong or anything like that. It was just more like on a just plain level of this is what Christ says. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, my husband wasn't that comfortable with it. Like he was kind of like, your dad knows that. And like he was just, you know, and, yeah. yeah. And so 
I think he's a little more comfortable with it now, but at the time, like, I was just like, these are my people, and I'm talking to them about this. I trust them, but I wasn't, like, considering his feelings. So you, you kind of need to respect your partner's feelings, yeah. and if they don't want your parents or their parents to know something, you just, you know, you guys are creating a partnership, not anyone yeah, else. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even though parents are so important. <laughs> it's true, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think this one is important. View sex as love making. As making love. Yeah, making love. love. A way to stay connected and be one. Um, there's so many things like throughout the years that will fight for your attention. Um, and it's easy to like drift off from each other. Mm. I think about this, this pastor's wife, and I'm still trying to live up to this. I cannot. But um, she shared that she has never once turned her husband down for sex. And I can't wrap my mind around that. Mm-hmm. Um, what about you, Kathy? Um. <laughs> and it's not in a way of she thinks that, like, he deserves sex or, like, whatever. She just feels like it's so important that even if she's tired, she's like, once you get going, you feel good. Like... Yeah, in those just, situations, that's true. When you're yeah. tired or just... Um, if there's a time... I feel that's a that's a uh, touchy one because like if if you know you're not feeling well mm-hmm. and he's not and 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 how does he respond? Or if he just had a baby, yeah. Or how does he re- <laughs> how is he responding to you? Yeah. There's there's two sides to that. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? I yeah, feel yeah, like. Yeah. Um, I mean, and, but she's in a healthy marriage, I, so she's speaking from a healthy marriage standpoint. There are times, yeah. yes, that yes, yeah. Oh, you know, okay. Um, or even for him, like, oh, mm-hmm. okay, you know, yeah, okay. So, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, it can be mutual. But I wouldn't say hard rule every time. I'm just not going to say anything, and I'm going to do it. Yeah, I that's just can't. A different, I can't that's, a diff- that's a different. Now, coming in the mindset, yeah, of course, but if they're, you know, that's those conversations of, are you, are you saying no because you just don't feel like it? Or are you saying no, there's a reason? Yeah. You know what I mean? yeah. I, are you I don't know, no, to say hard, to fast mean. rule, you know, I think, oh, of course, yeah, I think it, we should all be mutually open for that. And sometimes you may not feel like it and you need to do it. We have to do a lot of things sometimes. And I think it's good to not shame your partner for asking. Yeah. I think it's okay to say, well, no, I don't really feel like it now. But, like, don't shame them for wanting to. Yeah, if that makes yeah. sense. No, yeah, because then, then you they might not ask. Because they're again. yeah, you know what? And I don't think you should turn down your partner all the time. Like if they're yeah. initiating, you're just no. I don't feel like I don't think those things are good. And there's a lot of things as a woman that makes you not feel like it. Yeah. I have a question. Have you ever cried during sex? No. Really? Yeah. Okay. All right. I don't think not so. in a bad way, but like in a spiritual way. Like a feel like you feel so connected and like. I don't know. I've cried during sex. Like you just like Thank it's you for like sharing. this. Ab- <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I think that that's one of the things that can happen. In Should marriage. I now? Like, it's like the pinnacle of like God's design. And I I'm just, not a big crier. Yeah, you're not to begin with. So yeah. that's probably for me. It's something else. I see. I'm not either. But I've seen animals. Wow. Oh my gosh. Okay. All right. Moving on. (laughs) You opened it. Last two things here. (laughs) Deciding yourself uh, before you get married. 
how to handle your first disappointment within the marriage. Like, yeah. I Hopefully I, you will have gone through some of those. <laughs> like you and Trent, I feel like I've dated for a while. Do you feel like you've dealt with some of that disappointments? And But there's yeah. nothing like your first disappointment once your husband and wife go. That's true. Like, there's an expectation. You're right. I agree. I re- okay, so my first disappointment, I did ask my husband if I could share this. My first disappointment was um, I made a not-so-good money choice, okay? We had a plan to, like, pay off our debt. That was, like, our plan. And I went behind his back, and I opened up a credit card, okay? In both, it, well, the credit card was in both of our names. Um, <laughs> so it did it for us. I'm just <laughs> yes, kidding. it was for us. Um, and... Anyway, when he found out about it, he actually, I can't remember when he found out about it. Maybe when we were buying a house or something. But he was like, he looked at me like I was so evil. Like, he was hurt. He was hurt. Like, wow, you did this and you didn't talk to me about it. And like, so that was like our first disappointment because the way he looked at me. Yeah. And I wanted, I thought that he would always just like, give me grace and like look at me so lovingly and like I was disappointed in the way he handled it but I was the one who did wrong so it was like um so it took us months to get over that and even like he would still sometimes be like the like comments that he would say would be like I knew he was still holding on to that (laughs) oh my goodness and so I I lingered over that for so long and like held so many things against him for mm-hmm. the way he treated me, even though I was the one who did wrong. So, so how do you prepare for it then? As, to prepare when you for it. So I think looking, so now one of the things that we do is I, in my mind, I always keep like, we are individuals who have baggage. Like, I say that so like if he comes to me with something that like he's dealing with that's not like great on my end that I'm like oh you know about in my mind as he's talking to me I'm like he is an individual and like this actually has nothing to do with me. Yeah. Like I listen to him as if you know he's my friend and I'm trying to be supportive and not like you shouldn't have done that or what you weren't thinking about us like. I wanted him to say that to me. Like I wanted him in that moment when I, you know, did the whole credit card stuff, I wanted him to be like, well, what caused you to do that? Why? Like try to help me figure it out and not like think about what about our plan? What, you yeah. know what I mean? And so ever since then, and like, since we got through that, like that is our strategy now, like looking at things and conflicts as okay, you are individual person. Let's work through this first before we start adding on the layers of, but we're married, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, anything you want to add to that? No, that was good. Lastly, don't be afraid to tell your spouse what you need and ask them what they need. Um, it does all have to be within healthy boundaries. Yeah. But um, just sitting down and saying, you know, hey, babe, is there anything that I can do for you? Mm-hmm. Like, or that you feel like you need? Um, because a marriage is about serving each other. And if you're working to serve the other person and they're working to serve you, like kind of have harmony. And it can't happen 100% of the time because we're human, but I think that it's a good foundation. It is. Yeah. Yeah. So rain, 
any you you anything resonate with you yeah I think that's pretty great advice thank you guys for sharing it with me yeah so um, as a gift for coming on our show today and letting us indulge you about all these <laughs> merry things <laughs> we um, are giving you a gift of for you and Trent and it's called 31 Prayers for My Future Husband and 31 Prayers for My Future Wife. He has his own book and you have yours. So um, just a book that you guys can dive into together and pray for each other before you get married. So it'll be at your doorstep very soon. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. I've I think seen, I've I think seen I seen those. I want to add to the list. Yeah. I just thought Please. of this. Yes. And, and it's things to know before you get married is mm -hmm. to, to not take yourself so seriously sometimes. And mm. a, make you know have fun yes make sure you keep keep those things you can get so life can be so serious and stuff but to take time to have fun and yeah. intentional about just as intentional about that and you know what you guys enjoy and dancing in the kitchen yeah enjoying together. stuff together yeah and, you know have fun yeah of course it's a big part sometimes people forget to do that and i'm here to remind you mm-hmm <laughs> You are fun, Kathy. So I want to end with this quote, and this is actually, I think we've heard it a million times. Okay, people read it at weddings. It's straight from the Bible. But what I love to do with this scripture is to measure myself up to this. I usually take out the word love, and I put my name in it um, so that it's more personal to me. Um, so this is 1 Corinthians 13, Four through eight. I'm going to read it as it is in the Bible, but if you're ever struggling within your marriage um, or you need direction on pushing the reset button, this might be a great way for you to do it just um, to reevaluate. So 1 Corinthians 13, four through eight, love is patient. Love is kind, does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking, not easily angered. It keeps no records of wrongs. It never fails. That's the quote for today. There's also another scripture that says, love covers a multitude of sins. Oh, yes, it does. It so really, it really helps does. helps us to see clear. Yeah. Well, Brain, thank you so much for joining us today. Yes, like, thank you. What a blast. And it's fun to think about those first few years of marriage and just mm -hmm. starting. And um, we definitely are here for you and Trent. And I'm so excited that you're going to start your life as a married woman. Thank you. <laughs> thank you guys for having me. Yes. So let us close out in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you so much that you are the author of love. Um, may we continue to love the way that you love and to bring and spread that love through our marriages and our families. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Hey, everyone. Thanks for joining us. If you liked today's episode, hit the like and subscribe button. You can find us on Instagram at Married and Having Fun. We'll be sharing cute photos of our husbands and all the things about marriage. Till next time. Keep having fun.